Welcome, Heat fans, to Season 1, Episode 3 of the Fired Up Podcast, a podcast for Heat fans by Heat fans. My name is Ben, and sitting across me, as usual, is co-host and resident poet, Jack. How are you going, Jack? I'm, I'm all right, mate. It's been a disappointing week for, for Heat fans, and I'm definitely not a poet. <laughs> Whatever, mate. It's a little side hobby I've, I've heard. But we are 0-2, and two, that is for sure. Definitely yep. should have split the games in the nation's capital. But um, I thought we'd kick off. I did ask you, um, you know, drawing on your, your poetry expertise, if you had any poems that you'd, you could uh, share with us um, that are uh, related to the season so far. Yeah, I got fully stitched up. You, um, I, you got, Benny got wind that I have a poem of the week on my show <laughs> on my radio show every week where I read someone else's poem. I don't write my own poems, but all right. But I, I did write one today just um You're for a good you. bloke, Jack. Yes, but it's definitely not very good, but um we'll give it a burl. Right. This is an ode to to Jack Wildermuth. Our boy went down to Melbourne. He played a few games there. Our foal came back a gelding. But he wasn't treated fair. See, our Jackie is no fringe player. He's a true blue Aussie pounder. And now he's going to show Australia why he's the best all round. Oh. <laughs> oh. Mate, that is. That was amazing. I yep. was like captivated the entire time. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's been a little bit of a better week for you, though, right? With your cousin um, Colin Ingram scoring a few runs down there for the Hurricane. Oh, yeah, yeah, mate. He's been going gangbusters. Um, I was pointing that out to my wife when I was watching the game the other day. I was like, "Hey, another Ingram!" Yeah. If you're, if you, if you had a brother who played for the Hurricanes, would you, would you support the Hurricanes or the Heat? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think I, I don't know, mate. Like, okay, if I got to make a call, I reckon I would go for. The the heat. That yeah. is commitment. Yeah, that's it, mate. Even though uh, things aren't looking peachy at the moment, yeah. I, uh, I think I do need to just stay a bit loyal. Well, you're the right man to do this podcast. Oh, mate, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Look, I also wrote a little poem, Jack, because no, I didn't want to leave you hanging. Um, this one's called Relight the Fire. It's mm. a bit more amateur really. Uh, but we all cheer for the Brisbane heat. Many think that we're an easy beat. When you have Lynn, you know you can win. We look forward to the next time we meet. That is very good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Didn't, I might have didn't to, deserve a standing uh, ovation like your one, though. No, I might have to feature that on my, <laughs> on my next uh, radio show. Maybe. Mate, you are quite talented at reading it out. But anyway, <laughs> let's uh, get into the, to the mainstay of the show. Look, it's always been two weeks since we last recorded, and there has been a huge amount of news in that time. And I knew that this year would throw up a few wrong ones, but I did not pick some of this stuff uh, are happening and the amount of things that have happened. So Majib tested positive for COVID um, and recovers, thanks goodness. Uh, he was back for the Thunder game. Tommy Banton is gone, uh, which is devastating, but, you know, he's got to look after his own mental health. He's a bit over being in the, the lockdown and all that kind of stuff. Um, in comes young Jack Sinfield, a mm. uh, little year 11 student. I saw him uh, at the end of the game on the Thunder. Yeah, that's exciting. But it is exciting, but uh, he definitely looks like a, a boy amongst men. Uh, when he, when I saw him on the TV, I was like, oh, who's that little dude? And then I was like, oh, wait up, that must be Sinfield. Yeah. Uh, the big tuna was unavailable for the first couple of games, and we've signed Joe Denley from England to give us a bit of support up the top of the order. Um, and then Linny and Dan Lawrence as well, just for good measure, yeah. uh, have a bubble breach and it <laughs> needed to self-isolate on the field, have their own little dugout, own change room. You know, they were just getting the VIP treatment. Uh, but I don't know about you, mate, but I've just been finding it really hard to keep up. Yeah, mate, it, 
Change is quicker than Shane Warne's opinions, everything. <laughs> goes around and around. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. So, hopefully, we get a bit more stability going forward, which would be good. But, yeah. you know, leading into the first game, the socials were absolutely blowing up. And, I mean, the last few days, I've just been watching the comments stream in, yep. um, you know, with all matter of opinion. Yeah, not our socials. <laughs> <laughs> no, we put the listeners' questions out and we got... Zilch. That's why we need you listening right now to, <laughs> if you drive, when you get home, comment away. Yeah, jump on, jump on the Facebook page. But anyway, no. even, on this, even on this show, like if yeah. you have any feedback, jump on. Give us a hoot. Mm. But, um, but yeah, people going off about the, the squad, you mm. know, the 11 that made the squad, um, you know, all the deputants, all that kind of stuff. But it's been a bit slim picking. So I actually thought that I put together my 11 of people that have been in the Heat squad this year mm. uh, but weren't playing in the first game. Gee. So opening up, Tommy Banton yep. with Joe Burns. Mm. A.B. de Villiers yep. coming in as, uh, as a captain. W- was he in the squad? Well, I guess he kind of wasn't, but like he should have been yeah. if, well, he, if all ca- things normal. I'll count it. Yeah. Shane Watson at four? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Four, Manus Labashane. Yep. Number five, Lewis Gregory. Yep. Number six, Jack Wildermuth. Seven, Lachlan Pfeffer as a keeper. Mm. Mitchie Swepson. Nine, Mark Steckety. Mornay Morkel. And then Majeeb. Steckety's played now, though, and No, yeah, he has. Yeah, a couple of those have played. But I was saying for the first game. Oh, this was... Yeah, the first game of the okay. season. That's where everyone was like, that's yeah. the biggest rubbish like I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I was looking at that, and I was like, you know what? That's, that's not a bad team. Like, we should oh, just yeah. field that every week. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And not all... Like, when they come back, it'll be... Like, um, obviously, Burns might even come back soon if he's not in the test setup. Oh, yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah, which isn't looking... Well, it's looking a bit wobbly. I'll tell you what, if I he hope doesn't he's perform... In the testing. Well, I reckon he will be. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if he doesn't perform uh, this test, I think he'll definitely be on wobbly ground Yeah. going forward. But um, if he's even picked... We are, we're recording this the day before the Adelaide test starts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So starting tomorrow. So all the best to Joe. Hopefully he does get in. Mm. Um, but the other addition, Joe Denley, 34-year-old, nicknamed No Pants, uh, which is interesting. What did you did you do that? Is no, this like I, I, tuna? I, no, 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 this is not a self one. But according to ESPN Crick Info, uh, that's where the one came from. But oh, apparently yeah. he's got no fresh pants, uh, fresh undies after the game. Right. Yeah, so he's just rocking around commando. Um <laughs> but yeah, but he was, uh, when he was a bit younger, he was banned from Australia for three years mm. um, for a visa breach. So they were just like, True. overstayed your welcome, mate. Don't come back here for three years. Uh, everyone has been commenting, thinking it was Ricky Ponting making a comeback. <laughs> uh, he's paid over 200 T20s, averaged just under 28 with a strike rate of 122. Uh, he played a couple of seasons with the Sixers in BBL 07 and 08. He was, mm. he was a reasonable contributor. So he should be a good addition to the top of order if we don't, you know, kind of get our act together up there. Well, we've got a fair bit of experience now. I just feel like, I don't know what he's going to bring in the runs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He certainly brings experience. Yeah, well, I think there might be a bit of desperation that, you know, we need to, you know, replace some of these international players yeah. and let's just get anybody. Mm. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic. But is it adds he more, be... Yeah, it adds more batting depth anyway and competition for places. Yes, yeah, and that's probably the main thing. Yeah. Um, but the thing you have to be conscious of as well, because he's a bit older, it's like, well, you know, are we taking away from opportunities for younger blokes? But, you know, if they're not performing, then what are you going to do? Because there's only a few options that we actually have at the top of the order. 
Yeah. We'll see how we go. But anyway, so we've broken the seal in the season uh, and the runs are flowing, not always uh, very smoothly, but they are flowing. Uh, so this week we're going to run through the first reviews of the season um, and just have a bit of a chat about how things are currently placed after the first eight games of the season. Uh, but first off the rack, rank, we have the Heat versus the Melbourne Stars. Mm. Now, this was a uh, the most underwhelming game uh, on a Friday night, I would dare say. But how we'll structure this is we'll go through the good, then we'll look at the grilled, which is a bit of bad. Uh, we'll have a look at a couple of the stats, key stats, and then we'll go through our, our fired up award, which is the most prestigious award going around in cricket at the moment. Yep. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the good... It was, it was pretty hard getting the good, but we'll see how we go. We've got, I've got Sammy Heaslett's uh, solid edges. I think he scored about three boundaries from his edges, so that's working quite quite well. Mm. Um, the seventh over, uh, we had about 14 runs, and what a difference it makes when you actually hit a boundary off the first couple of balls of the over. Yeah. Um, you know, just, it starts to pile up, but we just didn't hit you know, a boundary early on enough. Um, I actually thought, you know, Dan Lawrence didn't make many runs, but mm-hmm. I thought his intent was good because after everyone, you know, kind of rocked up without a great deal of, you know, urgency or anything like that, mm. he kind of came in. He, he didn't look good. He wasn't like hitting it off the middle of the bat or anything like that, but he was trying to progress the game. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think he might have been a bit unlucky to get run out, but it was, a, it was a brilliant play by the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> what were we going to say? I guess it's his first game in Australia too. So Yeah, yeah. Bit jittery and stuff like that. Yep. But I reckon he, I reckon he's going to come good. I've got, I've got a bit of faith. Um, Xavier Bartlett and Matt Kuhneman, one run off the first two overs when you're defending the measly title. So that was, I reckon, absolutely, that was really solid. Um, I thought Xavier's first over was absolutely on point. It was so good to see the swinging ball, um, you oh, know, yeah. beat the beat the outside edge and then got him on the, uh, got stoyness on the next ball. It was absolute perler. Yeah, that was so good. It was a shame not to see... Oh, we'll talk about the second game in a minute, but it was a shame he only played that, that oh, game against the Stars. Yeah, 100%. It was a really good showing. He had a bit of an ugly second over, but I reckon he bounced back quite nicely. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we were, we were out of the game early, but, mm. you know, I thought the bowlers, they did toil away. And, like, you know, there was a little bit of a, a faint sniff that you could kind of have, but, you know, at the end of the day, we just didn't have enough runs on the board, but I thought the bowlers did a reasonable job. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was great to see Jack Wood get a wicket on his first ball um, and then also bouncing back against Maxi and knocking him over after getting toiled for a couple of sixes. And and the other thing I, I've had in here was the Melbourne Stars didn't use their power surge. So I thought the uh, the net run rate differential could be a bit different if they'd, they'd used it a bit earlier trying <laughs> to get the game over. So we might have dodged a bullet on that one. Mm. Um, but there was, there, was there any any other good points that you had there, Jack? I reckon for me the only highlight of that game was Jack Wood crashing into the stumps. Oh, that Mate, was... I've got that in in the grilled. That was just that oh, you didn't was horrific. Like it? Oh, <laughs> made no. my, it made my day. Oh, did it? Oh. <laughs> and then um, oh, who was commentator? Oh, who? Oh, Hodgie was like, "That's an Ipswich special." <laughs> oh, did he? Shout out to Ipswich. Yeah, because he's a ladly boy, Jackie Wood. Oh, nice. So you're watching on Channel Seven? Yeah. Oh, Mate. Were you watching on KO? Yeah, I was looking at KO. Uh, yeah. Like you know, they don't have the the mic uh, mic'd up thing on KO. Oh, don't they? No. So I'm there like, oh, why has Lenny got the mic, you know, and they're not even interviewing him or whoever had it. Yeah. True. And and then, yeah, I realised like the next day that it was must have been because it was KO and Channel 7 must have the rights. So True. I'll probably start watching a bit more on Channel 7. Yeah. But anyway, mate, uh, we're going to fire up the grill? Yeah. Yep. Here we started. go. I'll just find the right one. Yeah. Head, heading into the, uh, oh, here we go. This is... 
Oh, that's good. Fire another grill. Looking at the bad. Chucking a couple of shrimp on the barbie. Oh, Jack's just mixing it up. <laughs> He's got the biggest smile on his Jack. face. <laughs> oh, look, the boys, you know, rocked up in their whites. You know, I think they thought it was a different format. Um, starting off the power play, I think it was zero for 19. Just yeah. blocking a couple, getting your eye in for the season. You know, so that wasn't very good. Um, only four out of our, or three or four out of the 20 overs did we hit a hit a boundary on the first couple of balls. So we are kind of behind the... Behind the uh, the eight ball at pretty much all times, um, you know, Sammy Heaslett just looked all over the joint. And, you know, Mark, Mark Waugh summed it up beautifully when he said that, you know, Heaslett's painful innings has come to an end when he got out. Yeah, he um, just looked streaky, hey. Yeah, he didn't he didn't know which way was which way was up. Even like facing Maxwell, like just simple shots, he couldn't hit it. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. No, like, I don't Maxwell know doesn't do anything with the ball, he just... Puts it up. <laughs> yeah, well, the only well the only thing is as well that he, he, he rushes through his over. So, like, you're oh, always yeah. feeling rushed. So, I don't know if he was just, you know, Heaslett was wanting a bit more of a slower mm. pace in there. But, yep. yeah, he just he just did not look in the right sorts at all. Um, you know, we, did, we didn't take advantage of the Spice Man's half-track rubbish mm. in the 12th over. He was just like, I don't even know what he was bowling. <laughs> but it was just like half-track, absolute pineapples. Well, he's a wicketkeeper. Is he? Yeah. Oh, right. Well, why are they giving him the ball? Anyway. I, I don't know. Yeah, that was probably just like, you're never going to get to bowl the rest of the uh, tournament, mate. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, we should have got at least 18 off that over, um, but we only took him for nine, so that was just disappointing. Um, running between wickets was an absolute shamozzle. Yeah. Um, again, Mark Waugh, you know, with all his wisdom, he described the heat as, you know, headless chooks, uh, which I think sums it up quite nicely. They just <laughs> would just hit it straight to a field and be like, yeah, mate, you know, calling two. Yeah. Um, that was a bit of a joke. You know, Jack Wood in particular, you know, he hits the ball directly to a player twice, I think. You know, one to short cover, almost runs out his teammate. Next one hits it straight to the bowler, runs down the middle of the pitch and then dives and tackles it, as you said. Um, and, and then he also dropped a catch, which, you know, kind of it would have been interesting to see what would have happened. But, you know, as I mentioned, he redeemed himself a bit with the ball after. But, you know, I think you've got to empathise with the bloke. You know, it's his first game, you know, probably feeling a little bit overwhelmed maybe i don't know but um i think he was just trying to put his best foot forward and it just didn't kind of come out for him like a lot of energy and you know it just didn't quite work but that's all right um you know and the power surge for us like we took it i reckon a bit too late uh we only got 13 runs off the power surge so that's where they've only got the two fielders out um and i reckon they just we needed to take it almost as soon as it came in like we didn't have wickets in hand lenny was at the crease he was in you know you just got to take yeah. the power well, surge well that's what ricky ponting bangs on about every night he's like they need to take it as soon as it happens because he reckons you just like need to just yeah there's no point waiting for it because they yeah get a wickets and then you don't have your set batsman yeah take it yeah exactly and it's just yeah, I don't know. So it's interesting to see how teams are using it, but I reckon we got it all wrong in that um, mm. in that game. So were there any other bad things you wanted to add, mate? Um, I think you covered it. Yeah, that I can think of. Covered it all. Cool. That, mm -hmm. Now the next, mate. The next segment is uh, Statman. Uh, so yep. a little bit of skibby dibby dabba dooby doo bop bop. <laughs> you know, Statman. I'm that a Statman. Um, yeah. So I was just looking at a couple of key stats. So I've got dot balls, power play runs, uh, power surge. How many boundaries did we get off the first couple of balls, fours and sixes? Look, the Stars dominated. They had nine more dot balls than us, so 40 to 49. Uh, the power play, we were zero for 19. As I said, just not enough. The Stars were only were, were two for 23, so not even that good. But considering they got one off the first couple of overs, yeah. um, you know, 
they they fired up in the, in the last two overs of the power play. Mm. We only got 13 from the power surge. We had They had five um, boundaries off the first couple of balls. I think we had three. Uh, we had one less four and two less sixes, and they batted, you know, three overs less than what we actually did. So we pretty much lost it in all categories there, uh, which was a bit disappointing. But, you know, that's the other thing to listeners. If there's any other key stats that you think were actually interesting mm-hmm. or, um, you know, add value to, you know, what are the key things that people would look at for the game, please add a comment, let us know, and we can look into those and share them as well. Yep. Um, but to round out this review, mate, do you want to uh, fire it up? We've got the Fired Up Awards. Yeah. Where we're going to be looking at our three, two, one voting. It's 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 banging in here. <laughs> Jack just loves it. He's just all over the sound effects. Look, mate, number three, I've got well three points. I've got for Xavier Bartlett. His bowling is just magnificent. Two for his partner in crime, Matt Kuhneman, and I gave one to Tommy Cooper because mm. he did top score um, in what was a very very poor um, batting display. So. If you could say it was a shining light, I've given one to him. Yeah, what about bro. you, mate? Um, my three, two, one. I have. Uh, Maj- oh, sorry, wrong game. J- Jack Wood <laughs> in three, just for his um, oh, crashing into no. the stuff. Well, there wasn't much to pick. Jack, this is a serious award, mate. Xavier Bartlett in that two. Oh yep. And um, Matty Kuhneman taking up the honours. Oh yeah, you got all the bowlers going. Wait, it was three points is the best, eh? Hey? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Can I reverse that? Oh, right. Okay. Jack Wood, one point. Yep. Um, two for Bartlett. Xavier Bartlett, two. Yep. And Matty Kuhneman, three. Yeah, right. Yep. Very good. Good stuff, mate. Mm-hmm. Next up, we had the Thunder. So, everyone was on the, the bottom of the bottom of the pile after the first game. You know, not much hope. And then uh, the Thunder rock around. You want to lead us in there, Jack? Yeah. How good was it? We started well. Um, I thought we were getting off great guns. Those first couple of overs, hey, they just fired them away. Heaslet mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, Max Bryant. Well, he's the best power player of the BBL so far. Yeah. In I terms of that. runs. So yep. good. What was it? It was... Um, uh, we got four, one for 41 at the end of the power play. True. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought um, he's let... He was actually batting good in that power play, hey, until he, he, did a, he did a pull shot and it went for a boundary and then he tried again and I just felt he was... Bit flat-footed, didn't get on that back foot and hit it to the man out there. Yeah, yeah, picked him out directly. I don't think he even moved. Mm. Yeah, so it was a bit disappointing, but it was it was a good start from uh, him and Bryant. So hopefully, good signs going forward. Yeah, it'd be good to see. I don't think Max Bryant's ever really kicked on for a big score yet. So no. hopefully, he can do that some stage this season. Absolutely. And Linny obviously came in, got big runs. What did he get? 60, 60 something, right? Yeah, I think it might have been sixty-seven. 69. 69. Yep. What a gun. Yeah, he he um batted well. Not yeah. the not the highest strike rate for his standards, but it was good just to have someone to get those runs, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and like you said, wasn't probably the most fluent uh innings. You know, the strike rate was still 156. Yep. Um yeah, it didn't look like the most fluent innings, but he still he racked it up, you know, really important through the middle. Yeah. And then Tommy Cooper didn't do much. Um and then Jackie Wildermuth. What an innings that oh, was. Mate. Yeah. Was it 31 off 11? 33 off 11? Nah, 31 off 11, mate. 281 strike rate. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was, he was was going absolutely absolutely nuts. He blew the game right open, in my opinion. Yeah, and then... But, oh, you go. Oh, no, I was going to say, I, I noticed watching um, when he's facing up for the ball. Yeah. You see his face like when they, they shoot it in. He's got, like, the, the teeth yeah, coming yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I was thinking, he, he reminded me a bit of... Um, 
bit of Freddie Mercury. Yeah, right. You know, lining up. So I was like, you know, we could we could call him Mercury. There we go. That yep. could be his nickname. Mercury. Yeah. He, he was as hot as Mercury in that game. Oh, he was, mate. He had the teeth out, smashing sixes, getting wickets. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, yeah, he came on. We come into the bowling innings, and he was straight into it. Eh, three wickets. Yep. Three um, for twenty-three. Yeah. Look good economy. Yeah. And then... Um, and the hopes were running high. Yeah. Well, the Heat fans were up and about. I was like, this is great. We've been the Thunder. Yeah. The Thunder has seems to have a good, like, um, batting lineup, but their bowling lineup, I reckon, is sucks. You reckon? Would you agree? Uh, yeah, potentially. Um, who Who is in their bowling? Like, Sanger, he was, he was oh, good. Yeah. He's good. He's young, obviously, but he's good, yeah. Yeah. I just think, like, in terms of... Oh, yeah, there's not much else. Yeah, yeah Chris Green, Jonathan like Cook, that, Nathan McAndrew. I feel like their batting is a lot better. Like, Chris Green's a good bowler, obviously, but yeah. I feel like their batting is a lot stronger than their bowling. Yes. But in, how many are they? I think Jonathan Cook's a spinner, right? Yeah. So yeah. you've got Sanger, like Cook, he's... Green. They've got the three spinners. Yeah. And I reckon that's the way going forward. Like, you know, people can't get spinners away. You reckon? And I think we're a little bit light on the spin um, spin stocks at so, the heat. Just moving away from the uh, point a little bit. If it was, um, if we were, if we had Swepson in, would you go with Swepson, Majib, and Kuhneman? I reckon I would consider it, depending on the pitch. That means you're leaving out Mornay, um, well, it depends. Lachlan, you'd, you'd have Jack- Steckity. Well, Lachlan, you want to go there? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, Mate, I wouldn't hopefully he him. doesn't get a game. No, you would not drop him. Highest wicket take. Oh, you are living in the past, Jack. <laughs> Mate, that was... Anyway, we're on the good, okay? <laughs> anyway, Sorry, we're, we're digressing. Not, we're not even up to the good yet. No, but yeah, Swepson, yeah. Majib, who was it? Kuhneman. Like, I don't know, yeah, Kuhneman's a bit borderline. Yeah, he, um, he bowled well in the first game. He did bowl well in the first game. Um, but yeah, but like, depending on the conditions, I don't know if the Gabba, like how the Gabba goes with, with spin. Um... It's a bit but, of bounce. Yeah, but I would try it. Like, I've, we've got nothing to lose. Mm. Like, really, we're on kind of rock bottom at the moment anyway. But yeah. but anyway, any other anyway. good things, mate? Yeah, well, still going through the game, the we scored, we put up a decent, a good total, didn't we? It was two, yeah. 270. And then... Well, I think they were wanting... It was two, uh, 178. What, yeah, sorry, 170. And then um, I think Linny was saying, you know, they were hoping for about 190, which I reckon that would have... You know, definitely been a, a score that would have been tough to, to yeah, chase. Yeah. I heard, I did hear Lenny say as well that one seventy is about par. Yes, and so we we started well in the batting innings and and finished well, obviously, but it wasn't. Um, yeah, slim pickings in between. Yeah, but it was still it was still decent, and then we came into the bowling and started well as, and you'd think like two seventy one seventy eight was obviously uh, plenty. Yes, and then and then it just <laughs> fell apart. Yeah, no, it was bloody horrible. Yeah, uh, you know the last thing I've got here for the for the good is um, it was related to Lenny being amongst the runs. I did a little fist pump at the end of the seventeenth over when he hit a six. Yeah. I was just like cloud nine. I was like, you know, we're on the right track, boys. We're coming back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was my my last little little good I had there, mate. Then moving up into the bad. Yeah, grilled, fire it up again. Yeah, just put it in the background. Here we go, Jack. What do you got? Every the bowling. Everything. The bowling. <laughs> no. Benny Lachlan. Mm. He, he he's a nice guy and he's a <laughs> he's a nice guy! Oh Jack! Oh But it just wasn't a good performance, was it? No. Oh, oh yeah, it was uh, just below par. No. <laughs> it was one of the worst bowling displays I've seen in a very long time. Mm. Like I've got here in the notes, what a joke. Mm. Um 
you know, social media is going nuts with a bit of match fixing calls and all that kind of stuff. I don't yeah. want to go there. I think calling a man's integrity into question, <laughs> he, he just slipped out of his hand, yeah, hopefully. But we've got to be careful doing that. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, how do you, how do you bowl up all these pineapples, these full tosses yeah. in, in the last over? Like, his experience, like you said, most wickets, all this kind of stuff. Mm. No, it just wasn't good enough. Yeah, well, I guess he's a bowler that, like, I guess he's been smacked before. He's just, like, if he's on, he's probably on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he bowls so... Like uh, variantly, like all different balls. Yeah. He hasn't just aimed for a length. Yeah, that's right. But he just wasn't like he wasn't aiming for any length in this game, was he? Yeah. Um. And, yeah, and I have in here that you know, you know, Rick, Ricky Ponting. I reckon if he had had a direct line to Linny, mm. you know, we would have got safely home because oh, yeah. he he was just like you know he's obviously coached um, Daniel Sams in the in the IPL, but you know he hit it on the head. He's just like pathetic bowling, pathetic planning. You know, they were just bowling up the same thing. Sam's hit 72% of his runs on the leg side, mainly through, you know, Cow's Corner, just pulling everything. Yeah, well, they kept bowling at the pads, eh? Well, exactly. Just straight at the body. And, like, didn't, you know, they'd bowl a wide Yorker and it, it'd work perfectly. And then we just wouldn't do it again. Because he has that one swing, his arc is just dunk. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we just like, oh, here you go, mate. Here you go, mate. It yeah. was just, you know, it, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. And then... It was just annoying me as well in, uh, I think it might have been the second over of the, the power surge. Yeah. And Lachlan was there like coaching Steckity or after every ball, just like, oh, you know, getting his <laughs> ear, telling him, you know, telling him like, probably being like, yeah, just bowling at his body, bro. And, you know, I was just like, just leave the man alone. I'm like, he surely has a plan. Just let him execute. But but now I'm a little bit not sure if they did have a plan. So experience counts for nothing in your eyes. Well, <laughs> it does. But if it's not working, yeah. like, you know, because there's also the balance between, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. the ball before I had that kind of reaction, I was like, mm. oh, this is really good having Ben Lachlan, you know, just <laughs> guiding us in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then when he was doing every single ball, you know, sometimes you just got to let people think yep. and let them kind of like work out some of it by themselves. But, yeah, I agree. But yeah, I don't know. Mm. What else did you have, mate? I reckon Tom Cooper needs to improve. Tom Cooper? Yeah. Okay. He hasn't really offered anything for us um, yet. Has he? Uh, he, I mean, he was, in, he, was in, he was amongst my points in the first game. True, yeah. but he didn't really do anything. No, he didn't do anything game. great. But I mean, he came in when everyone was like falling in a heap, and he scored twenty six at you know a I, run a ball. Yeah, I just feel like he, like he's looked shaky in both games. He did not. He That's didn't true. look solid in the Stars game. No, no, he didn't. It wasn't like he, he was took gliding along at a run a ball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that is true. So are you thinking? Yeah, right. So you're saying for the for the batting woes? Oh, you just like have higher expectations of Tommy Cooper. Yeah, and it, it, that, that's what worries me about Joe Denley as well. We're getting in these mm. fellas who, they got the experience. But I, I, I'm sure Tommy Cooper can fire, but I just hope he will. Yeah, well, he didn't play well last year either, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I it's, don't know if I've ever seen. seen him bat big. Yeah, true. I'm sure he has, but I just don't <laughs> remember it. No, well, he's not like the, you know, taking the, the game by the scruff of the neck type of player. Mm. You know, he's more there, um, you know, chipping it around and stuff like that. But no, that's that's fair cool. But anything... he seems like a nice guy though as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good for the culture, I reckon. Yeah. No, genuinely though. <laughs> no, that is I true. Reckon. He was on the mic that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Were you listening that game in I was, yeah. yes. because uh, it was well I think uh Kaya were just showing what was on Channel Seven. So oh, true. um Yeah, he seemed like a nice fella. Yeah. I reckon we need to get the uh <laughs> 
the the Jack's nice fellas eleven, um, <laughs> just to see if he makes your team. Everyone's a nice fella, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you know the other bad I had was yep. a bit of complacency. Uh, you know, I reckon they thought they had it all sewn up after that power play, after three for twenty three or whatever it was, or three for twenty two. I think it might have been at one stage. Yeah. You know, I reckon we thought we had it all sewn up. Um, you know, in in the good, we got the we got the bash bonus, the most prestigious point in cricket. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we almost lost that as well. Uh, you know, Ricky Ponting was like, "Oh yeah, ten percent chance of winning." Yeah. You know, the the Thundermires will go for the 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 bash bonus or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we all fell apart. But you know, I just reckon they thought we had it all in the game. You know, a bit of chirping of cutting. You know, well, I, well, I, sp- I reckon that's a bad thing as well. I um. Yeah, I reckon that's a negative as well. The chirping? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Or n- not just that, the whole cutting thing, the whole situation. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, because it, it's kind of hard to, like, yeah, that's that's not good. It, it shines not a great light it on what's going on. It is pretty funny, though. Yeah, well, you were, what, what was the part you were loving in the uh, cutting interview? Yeah, when he's like, he hasn't spoke, that was the first time he's spoken to me in eight months. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the things I struggle with is, you know, that balance between, um, you know, because the commentators were just like bringing up mm. the whole game, you know, everything was all about it. Um, yeah. And, you know, but you wonder like how much that was playing into the minds of the actual players. Like, did it actually come up? You know, you could tell Linny went up and you had a few words and you're like, well, you know, how about we just get on and, and, and knock him over and, and win cricket. the game? Yeah, exactly. Like, let's not get caught up in the in all the drama. Um, yeah. You know, and then in the post-match, you know, the media trained and stuff like that. But, I, you know, I don't know. I didn't get the impression that Lenny was all that hurt about losing in the unlosable game. Yeah. You know, he had the interviews like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll learn. You'll get better better lengths and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. Give me a bit of motion, mate. He's getting the big bucks, mate. Yeah, I know, but it's like, fire up. <laughs> you know, we just <laughs> lost it. the game. We shouldn't have lost. Yeah, I Like, agree. you know. Oh, and then reading the article about the bubble thingy, it's like, oh, lulled into a false sense of security. Yeah. Now, I didn't want to go off here, but I'm just like, you know, if you just go, look, we did the wrong thing, yep. you know, apologize. We won't be doing it in future, mm-hmm. you know, and you kind of get on with it a little bit. But anyway, I digress, Jack. I was hoping to one day get Linny on the show. I don't know if you will after that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can cut it, yeah. uh, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> What have we got? Statman! No. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Lenny's a good bloke as well. No, just, just if you are listening, Chris. No, yes, that well, is. We think you're a top fella. Yes. You would be captain and uh, opening the batting in Jack's nice bloke 11. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll just talk to you. If I ask any questions, he'll just give me the silent treatment. <laughs> we'll do like, a, I'll go and interview him in that room beside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Statman. I uh, went a little bit early, but that's all right. Yep. Um, look, this was actually quite close, kind of statistically. I was sorry to cut off your singing before. Oh, no, that's all right, mate. I was. Yep. I kind of kept on powering through. <laughs> but dot balls. We actually had one more dot ball. So 42 dot balls that we bowled. They bowled 41 dot balls. Yep. Our power play were much on top of them. We had 15 more runs and two more wickets in hand. Mm. Uh, power surge, we actually got the same, 27 in each of the power surges. Yeah, right. uh, boundaries of the first couple of balls, we were the same, seven each. Um, but we had four less fours, but we actually had one more six. So, you know, it was the fours along the ground where they got a little bit of an advantage. But it just shows they must have been churning one, some of those ones into twos yeah. um, and moving it along the game a little bit like that. Um, I didn't actually look at the extras. That would be the other thing that might come into it if we bowled a few more wides or, or a no ball at chest height um, mm. in the second last over. That's uh, ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, but there's some of the key stats there. And then um, you're going to light, light the fire again, mate? Yeah. 
Here we go. Here we go. And you can head off. Here we go. Fired up awards with Jackie. Right. He's standing here with a firework in each hand. So the mine one point goes to Majeeb. Oi. Me too. Bowled decently. Yep. Um, actually, can I change mine? My, oh. my one point. Because uh, you got it. Is I don't that because I said it? Yeah, I don't oh, want to pick the same. Oh, I want to be different. I should have held my tongue. I'm indie. No, um, Steckity. Steckity? For for walking. Did he walk, though? He didn't get called out. No, but did he actually get out? That was the last ball of the game. He, Mark yeah, Steckity, not off. out. Zero off three. I yeah, thought he, he was walking, too. I'm sure he walked off. No, yeah, he walked off because he was like, this is the end of the inning. Oh, was it the last ball? Yeah. He t- do you want to change your point again? Yeah, we'll go back to <laughs> We'll go back to it, <laughs> Oh, Steckity. Yeah, I thought the same. I was like, what an absolute sportsman. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was all confused. He, he does get an honourable mention, I reckon. Yeah, he does. But he was turning around laughing, being like, tell him he's dreaming, Sam. Oh, yeah. All um, right, so you got one for Majeeb. Yep, then two for Liddy. Yep. Big runs. And then we all know who the three points goes to. Yeah, Ben Lachlan. Lock him in! <laughs> Jackie Wilderman. Oh, yeah. The, bo- the boy. The bo- How good was he? Mercury. Yeah. Returned home. He yep. scored 100 the day before. Yes. For Australia A. Yep. How good was it? So good. Love it. And um, he was bowling good, eh? It looked pretty quick and coming in. Yeah. No, he just looked really solid. Like, he's a really great pickup. Yeah. I'm so glad he's back. You know, he's one of those players that you just felt like... Like, he really was an X Factor. None of this new rules business. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he changed he changed the game. Yeah. Like, 30 off 11 and then what he did with the ball um, was just next level. So... I'm guessing you'd have the same three guys. Yes, I do. In the same order as well. I did have a special mention for Maxi Bryant, though. Because he did get 29. I was like, oh, you know, he was all right. I, I was really impressed with the opening partnership, just getting us off to that good start. So It's good to see that they can both get above 20. <laughs> no, but Ma- I, I think, yeah, it's a good platform for the second game. Hopefully they can kick on. Yeah. Well, especially how they, you know, came back after the first game. Like, zero for 19. Like, just mm. get out. Yeah. But, you know, coming back, one for 41. Most in the, the thingy so far, like... They did their job, essentially. Yeah. Um, obviously, want them to go on, but, you know, still got us a, a good little start. Um, but next up, All-Stars team. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. Look, I posted my team on, on the socials the other day. Got an influx of comments. Uh, we had one comment, which was fantastic. But it was from Hamish, uh, a mate who used to play a bit of basketball with back in the day mm-hmm. at, uh, at the university. Um, and he called out, he said, Cameron Gannon, get rid of Horrits. Also on the list of the Nice Bloke Awards, <laughs> according to his comment. Uh, but Cameron Gannon... Well, I left Cameron Gannon out of the outs. He left this year as well, and we did not mention him. But here's yeah. the Lucy Goosey. I, uh, what did we do? Yeah, yeah, I played basketball with him at uni games. True. Yeah, a few years back. Yeah, He had to retire from basketball because he was getting too good at cricket. With uh, Hamish or Cameron Gannon? No, well, both of them. You played with Cameron Gannon at yeah. basketball? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. It was awesome. He was like the power forward that just, you didn't want to post up. He'd just turn around and, and jack it from fella? mid-range. Yeah, he's, he's good. Did oh, no, good fella. Yeah. Mate, he's like the nicest bloke around. Oh, really? Yeah, mate. I reckon we'll like, get him we in. need to get him back for your nice bloke 11. We'll get him in in the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to, oh, we'll, we'll see. I'll have to hit up Hamish. <laughs> we'll Hamish, get a, we'll, Hamish has more sway than I. We'll um, get Hamish in. 
Hamish, yes. <laughs> On behalf of Cam, can you tell us all about Cam? But he's, he's, Cameron Gannon's also got a fan page, which is not powered by himself, apparently. True. Yeah. That's awesome. It'll is it like, you? No, it's is not Hamish? me. No, no, no. I don't know if it's Hamish. It might be Hamish. Like Cam yeah. and Hamish, and they've got a, that have got a bunch of friends. Is um, Hamish a big cricket fan, or is he just a um, Cameron Gannon fan? Mate, he's a Cameron Gannon fan. I mean, okay. he might be a big cricket fan. I don't okay. know, but he loves his NBA. Okay. I do know that. He's a big uh, well, basketball fan. Well, thanks for commenting, Hamish. Yeah, mate. Shout out to Hamster. Um, the the other thing, yeah, the All Stars competition it closes on the eighteenth of December. So if we get this up before then, make sure you do it. Did you actually enter your All Star team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Did you get the little picture thing? Yeah, yeah. Because we got to put that on the socials. Oh, true. Yeah, I don't want to though. They'll embarrass me. No, it won't. Your team was great. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so we got to get that on the socials. I picked Alistair McDermott. Oh, mate, gotta have a redhead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Look, next next little segment, we've got holding up an end. Mm. You know, I was getting a bit disheartened. Uh, heading into the season, reading all the comments, getting a bit depressed. Uh, so I decided to, to change it up a little bit and I was, I was looking through and there would, were some people holding up an end. True. So this is essentially those people that, you know, they're defending the heat. You know, they're down there, the last wicket, we're on our last wicket and they're just, you know, they're, they're still batting away. They're just sure that nice, up. nice fellas. They are nice people. So shout out to, to Maddie. Um, you know, her comment, great first game, Heat, very close game. This is after the Stars one. Uh, my Brisbane Heat tonight. So good to have Brisbane Heat tonight and Big Bash Cricket back. Can't wait for the next Brisbane Heat and Big Bash Cricket game. She was a bit repetitive, a little bit delusional potentially, but... But well put. Yes. And we appreciate the optimism, Maddie. We do, Maddie. We need more people like Maddie uh, lining up and holding up an end on social media. The next one is Justin. He says, let's prove all the doubters' wrongs in brackets, including some that say they support the heat. Ooh. Amen, Justin. Bit of passive aggression from Justin there. Oh, you, oh yes, yeah. Anything in brackets is a passive aggressive, isn't it? Yeah, it's, but it's, it's the body language of uh, text. But sometimes you need that when you're holding up an end. Oh, if, absolutely. If it's, if it's laid in on day three of a test match, yeah. you, need, you need your Mitch Johnson to come down. That's right. Bit of mongrel. Bit of aggression. Yep. Hold Stare him down. Hand. Yeah. Absolutely. And look... We've given the, uh, the the best person to hold up an end, mm. uh, the Majib Award. You know, as we know, the highest scoring. Actually, I think he got knocked off that. Uh... <laughs> we think he got knocked off that uh, earlier this week, actually. I think yeah. there was another num number 11 batsman that scored more runs. But Chris, he says, so many keyboard supporters, the same supporters that know nothing about these deputants and why they got place uh, deals in the first place. Every member of the squad is killing it at the moment and and can do you know more and can, oh sorry mate, I can't read. And can do no more than what they have been doing. Have faith. Mm. Good on you, Chris. Good on you, Chris. Holding up the end. Majib award for you, Chris. Absolutely, with a bit of music too. Yeah. Yeah, way to go. All right. I posted uh, about the listeners questions uh, earlier today. Mm. Didn't get much interest, but I am optimistic that in the future we will be going forth. But what did we do this time, Jack? We went on the Heat socials and we found a question from, he could be, maybe a listener, maybe not, but Daniel. He should be listening. Daniel's not happy. Daniel is a, you found this on his Facebook profile. He's a fun. No, oh, yeah. No, when you, when you hover over his name, it gives me a bit of info about Oh, him. true. So you didn't actually go stalking. No, him. I didn't go that far. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Daniel's a former pet food tester. Yeah. What is it? Don't know how serious that was. He was yeah. also from France, apparently. Oh, true. Yeah. Danielle. D Danielle. No, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, right. um, Daniel says, I think it's time to unburden Lynn from the captaincy. Oh, big call. 
plonk him up at the top of the order with simple instructions. See ball, hit ball, score runs. Some captains are born leaders, others grow into the role. Unfortunately, Lynn is neither of these. He need a captain who can energise others and motivate both on and off the... I reckon this is our Ben Cutting. (laughs) (laughs) Made a fake profile. (laughs) Anyway, need a captain who can um, energise others and motivate both on and off the field. Our body language suggests each player is left essentially to fend for themselves. The whole dynamic of Brisbane Heat needs to change. I'd start by giving Jimmy Pearson a, a go at running the show. Jimmy Pearson. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about that. Or it could, it could work. Well, yeah. He's got experience. Yeah. And um, and give Jimmy Pearson a go at running the show and calling these shots from behind the stumps. Mm. I actually think this is a very measured comment. Mm. Um, you know, and essentially the question that we're pulling out of here is, is should Lynn be the captain? Mm. Um, but I think it was quite perceptive. I think he made his point quite well. Yeah. Um, you know, and all those things are definitely valid. And this, I think, was before the the Thunder game too, which then it just started going gangbusters with everyone giving Lenny the sack. Oh, yeah. Um, but what do you reckon, mate? What are your thoughts? Um, I'd say, yeah, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I, I think he's all right at captain. I don't know if I'd have a wicketkeeper at captain because normally they field at, um, in the in the T20s, they field at mid-on and mid-off, don't they? So they can talk to the bowlers. Yeah, the captains. Yeah. yeah. I thought for a second there you were saying that the wicketkeeper fields at mid-on and mid-off. No, no, no. I was like, Jack. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, so, because it was so fast-paced. Yeah. Like, you, you don't have much time in between. I reckon, you know, it's such a hard gig. And they're making plans for, like, every ball. Absolutely. And, you know... How much of it, like, you have to have so many things, um, you know, pre-planned and just remembering all that stuff. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. But um, Chris Lynn's certainly, like, the most um, experienced. I guess Tom Cooper's very experienced, but I don't know if he's done any captaincy before. Nah, yeah. You'd want someone. Maybe, and he wouldn't have had the breadth of experience yeah. that Lenny's had. Like, he's IPL. He's, you know, played all over the globe. Can I throw out a wild card option? Lock it in. Mornay Morkel, the tuna. Mor- <laughs> the big tuna. Yeah. Has he's he got captain? the experience. I don't know. He's probably captain under 15s. <laughs> Joe Burke. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, right. The big tuna. But would you do it though? What? Like. Would I have tuna Linny captain? Off? No. Would you oh, would Linny I knock Linny off? Um, do you think it's actually viable I or not? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd only do it if you have a better option. Yeah, well, I was actually thinking about this as well after the first game, yeah. and I agree. You need to have a better option. So if you don't really have one, well, what are you going to do? I, I think the bigger problem is there's a lot of too much pressure on him. Absolutely. Like, and that's not just because of the cadency. That's just because other guys haven't really. We don't have any massive um, like guys with repute. Oh, that's just him. Like he's got the biggest reputation in the competition. Yeah, absolutely. And you know he passed 156s the other day, and still people lagging behind at about 80. Yes, and people expect so much of him from every innings because yeah. of his the hype around him. Yeah, but also because everyone else just falls over in a heap. Yeah. Um, but you know it comes down to what do you actually need from a captain? You know, is this stuff around energizing others and motivating, bringing the team together? You know, does he do it well? You know, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell from the stands. But, you know, one of the things I was thinking was, like, you know, does it affect his performance as an individual? Like, does yeah, it, yeah. is he better when he's not? But when he first captained, um, which I think was 2015-16, he was player of the tournament. Mm. Um, he was still last year, second year in charge, I'm pretty sure. You know, he was, he was 13th leading run scorer and definitely the top heat scorer last season as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I reckon he's got he's got a pretty reasonable cricket brain, I think. Because um, in some of the mic'd up stuff, like I think it was last year, maybe he's talking to Pattinson, and he was like, "Oh, you know, you know, maybe we can try this." And Pattinson just ignored him and went and bowled an absolute rubbish ball. Mm. And it was like, "Well, if you bowled the one Linney had said, it'd probably be alright." But then that's where you come into question, like the the relationships and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, and sometimes you know, I was, I'm like, you know, is he up for the pace? A little bit like the game like if things change too much or we get a bit behind like are we adaptable enough moving the fields getting them in the right spot you know calming people down you know i thought he did pretty good in that first game he was like getting up to the boys and yeah. like you know having a chat before the thing trying to get them to relax and stuff like that um but it's interesting but i just i reckon you know i think he was was he mic'd up for the first game um for some reason i thought he was i can't remember but I, that's one thing where i'd just be like no more microphones <laughs> Because I'm just like, you've got enough on your plate. It's entertainment for everyone though, mate. Yeah, Fireworks. Like, yeah, I know, but I'd rather of... win. It's true. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying like, don't do mic'd up. I'm yeah. just saying Linny don't do mic'd up. Yeah. Like, don't, like, everyone wants a piece of him because he's the best player in the league. Yeah. Or, you know, top run score, he's going to make magic happen. But just do yourself a favour and just concentrate on the game. Yeah. Um. Well, well I reckon maybe Joe Burns, if he was around, mm. would be maybe an option. Maybe. He has... A 100% win rate, Joe Burns. Or like A.B. de Villiers, if he was there. Yes, but he's not. But yeah, Joe Burns obviously. could be viable, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, le- yeah, I reckon when he's fine at the moment, I wouldn't take the captaincy off him yeah. after the first two games. Yeah. And the next question we have yeah. was uh, from Majharul. Um, this was uh, replying to the Joe Denley yeah, announcement. I love this. <laughs> uh, he says, Welcome to the most consistent losing side in the earth. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Really? Are the Heat the most consistent losing side? Mm. Uh, I didn't quite look as far as the earth, but I did look at the Big Bash League. Mm. Um, and we are not the most consistently losing Jack, I am happy to tell you. Can, is Statman making another appearance in this yeah, episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Statman never leaves. Is the song coming? Skippy dabba dooby dooby dabbap. Yo dabbap. I was hoping that we could actually get the recording, but then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to whip it out myself. Mm. Um, but average ladder position, this is like mean average. I just went real deep on this, mate. But yep. mean average ladder position is 5.4, which is second last to the Thunder. So we're not last. Thank you very much. Mm. Median average was equal with the Strikers and Renegades. Or fifth place, again, second last of the Thunder. Uh, our mode average, that's the, the most times, you know, the number that comes up most uh, where we placed, is fifth place, which is ahead of the Strikers, ahead of the Renegades, both on sixth, and ahead of the Thunder on eighth, mm. who love to just, you know, like, you know when a dog has worms? Yeah, that's the Thunder, even though we lost them. Doesn't matter. Um, and we also have more silverware than both the Hobart Hurricanes and the Melbourne Stars. The only team with more silverware than us are the Perth Scorchers. Um, and we're, well, this one's not a favourable one. We're equal last on finals appearances. But the verdict is we are not the most consistently losing side on earth. So thank hopefully. you for your question, Majorol. Yes. Next time, post it as an actual question on our page, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else you want to touch on today, mate? Um, oh, just quickly, what are your uh, tips for the test match starting tomorrow? Oh, tip for the test match? As in, like, who's playing and all that kind of Who, stuff? Who's going to win? win? Just who's going to win? Oh. oh, it's hard to go past Australia. Yeah. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. There's so much um, doubt around what side they're going to pick, though. Yeah, I know. I know there is. But uh, I was just before we actually started recording, they said uh, Steve Smith was looking good in the nets. Okay. Because um, he had a bit of back issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, didn't join up with the team. But, 
you know, I reckon we'll get it done. Um, you know, because we're always good on home soil. We got slammed last time India were here, but mm. pretty sure from memory that's when Smith and Warner weren't in. I know Warner's not going to be there yep. this week, but, you know, our bowlers are just that good. Um, and I reckon we've got, you know, the batting to be able to make it happen. Yeah, I agree. I go with Australia too. Yep. So if you're listening to this after the test match and we lose... Uh, and you're like, who? <laughs> these guys are on yeah. crazy people. Well, take our predictions with a grain of salt because uh, what did we do? We we both picked the Heat to win. <laughs> <laughs> the tournament. Uh, yeah, you are, Yeah, you picked the tournament. But yeah. these two games, we picked the Heat. We've yeah, uh, come up zero and uh, yeah, both the zip on our predictions. Look, next week we're going to have a look at the next coming up games, mm. um, previewing what those look like. But there's an eight-day break uh, between... What was the Thunder game and the next game, which I'm pretty sure is against the Strikers. Yes, yeah. and yep. the start of the Queensland hub. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, now I'm pumped. So that's all we have time for today. Make sure you like the Fired Up podcast on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's at Heat Fired Up. And keep an eye out for the listeners' question post on Mondays, or normally on Mondays, right? Uh, or any day. It could be Tuesdays. Yeah, it'll usually be like the day before we're going to actually go to air. Okay. I'll try to get people more notice. Cool. You just have to keep your eye out as a listener. It's out. It's homework. Yeah, check the page every day. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so let us know if you have any questions. And we've also set up a new platform where you can record voice messages if you want to get your voice on the show too. Oh, yeah, through Anchor. Anchor yeah. FM. I yep. think it's anchor.fm slash up potentially. True. Sounds pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, the best way you can get our podcast is on that, the the Anchor. Um, oh, actually, you can listen on any podcast app, can't yeah, you? Yeah, pretty much. Just, we're, we're currently doing the distribution channels. Yeah. So, it's currently on Spotify. Best yeah. way to look it up is if you just search Brisbane Heat. Yeah. There'll only be two there. Just pick the best one. So, everyone up. everyone has Spotify, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. And if you don't, just download it. It's free. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and well, then, if, you're listen- if you're listening to this, you, you probably would have... You would have worked it out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But if you go to the Anchor page, it's usually got the links to where you can access it and download it from okay. all your favourite podcast places. Yep. But if you just keep searching everywhere for Brisbane Heat, yep. we should probably turn up. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. good. Cool. So thanks heaps for tuning in to, to us today. Thank you, Ben. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me, Jack. It's great to fire up with you. <laughs> Absolutely. And keep bringing the good music, mate. Yeah. Until next time, enjoy your week, Heath Bye.